Welcome to Adulting. The following podcast was recorded live on Blab. Welcome to Adulting, the podcast where we want to adult every day. Download episodes at adulting.tv. Um, welcome to adulting.tv live on Blab. And our guest today is Tom Drake. Tom, how you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? I'm doing really good. Miranda's hanging in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it's not even a real cast. It's like a splint. Oh, really? I haven't, I haven't seen that yet. Uh, yeah, it's a split, and it's just, like, wrapped around. That's right, you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. And it's wrapped yeah. around, so I can't straighten my elbow. So, actually, my elbow is starting to feel, you know, that feeling you get when, you, you, when you've, like, had your arm bent too long? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's the story of my life right now. Gee, it's not good for a, for a writer to not have, not have their arm. It's super fantastic. <laughs> it's only your right arm. <laughs> That's the one I use. (laughs) (laughs) So, Tom, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your side gig experience that we're going to be basing everything off of today. All right. Um, Well, at my day job, I'm a financial analyst, so I already had a bit of an interest in finance. And then uh, I kind of got more interested in the personal finance side, so I decided to to start a blog uh, back in 2009. And and after doing that, it, it, almost as a bit of a hobby, as it started to grow and grow, and and I kept buying up other sites, and now it's kind of gotten too big to even control. But it's a it, it's a side gig that's kind of gone well for me. And now your side gig makes as much money as your like your real job, right? Yeah, uh, make, it actually passed uh, passed my real job a little bit last year. Um, which is nice, but but my wife stays home as well. Which is so I'm I'm happy to keep it kind of doing both things as long as I can juggle them. You think there's ever going to be a point where you can't juggle it anymore? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, um, I'm I'm very conservative with money, uh, so I, I don't. I don't have that sort of entrepreneurial feel of just jump in and go for it. <laughs> so uh, um, once our kids are old enough to, to both be in school and my, and my wife can go back do even just as a part-time job, I, I think that would kind of hedge my bets enough where I'd, I'd feel more secure to, to go all the way with it. Um, I'd say time-wise right now, it's, I'm, I'm probably already there. I, I think uh, I think I could probably grow the business more if, if I didn't have the day job. But uh, it's it's just that tough balance. So, ta- speaking about the the time and the balance and everything, how do you find the time? People talk about how they want <laughs> extra income all the time, and they want a side gig. And what can they do in their spare time? Uh, how do you find the time to start a side gig? I think that's the biggest thing, right? Is finding the time to make that extra money. Yeah, that's that's the question I get asked a lot when when people realize I've got. Like a dozen blogs and, uh, At and least. Two, bo- two boys and a day job and everything. It's uh, uh, the time's tough. Um, 
I don't get a lot of sleep. That's nothing to be proud of. <laughs> I'm trying to, to, to fix that and, and, and balance that out a little better. But uh, um, I've, I've shared it in, in a couple shows. We've done a Money Mastermind show before, but one of my favorite quotes, and I, I think it's probably shaped me early on because I read this when I was starting my, my business, was uh, by Gary Vaynerchuk. And it's, it's work nine to five, spend a couple hours with your family, seven to two in the morning is plenty of time to do damage. <laughs> and the 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 reason that fits for me so well is it's it's literally my schedule. <laughs> I do the I do the day job. I, I spend two three hours with the family until I go to sleep, and and then it's 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 business time after that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I, I, the flight of the Concords just flew into my head. <laughs> business, it's business time. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> when I put on my business socks, it's <laughs> right. I'm team building 99. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Tom, your story sounds familiar because that's pretty much the same, same approach that I took too. Uh, you know, when I started, when, when I realized that my blog was, had the potential to become a business, I started taking it seriously and it was, nine to five at the day job, come home, eat dinner, and then seven to two. That's, you know, that's basically it. And uh, every night. And, you know, it's just what you have to do if you've got something that you can do in this format. And uh, and it worked out well. Um, after some time, I was able to surpass my day job income. And uh, and, and just like you, and, and eventually it surpassed it by so much that it just didn't make any sense for me to stay on that stay in that day job so so goodbye to the day job goodbye to the corporate world and hello uh hello entrepreneurship which was something that i never considered um you know a part of my life and uh and yeah it it can be done yeah, so I feel super jealous because this has never been my side job. No, I don't know. <laughs> but so now when you're looking for time to start your side gig, do you do you watch much TV? I mean, really? No, that's another Gary Vaynerchuk quote I like is, is stop watching F and lost <laughs> because I, I, I I have a lot of friends we I talk to and, and they ask me that question of how do you find all the time? But mm. at the same time, they're talking about like the, the five hour long movies. They or not movies, TV shows they watched the night before. And it's like, well, if you use that time to do something a little more productive, then you could do it. Like there, there's so much you could be doing. Uh, it doesn't have to be a blog. It could be driving for Uber or something like that. Like it's mm. just, you, if you got time, do do something useful with it. Yeah, so I've had a lot of friends who are driving for Uber now, just, you know, people who need some extra money, uh, don't need to think too much about what they're doing. Um, it's uh, It seems to be an easy job as long as you're willing to put yourself, uh, you know, out there and, and, you know, put whatever risk goes into it as a driver. But it's Uber is, is like the path right now. Um, uh, it just seems to be uh, people who never thought of themselves as doing something on the side, finding out that it's just a great way to make a little bit of extra money here and there. And it just works out pretty well. You're right. It's, it's kind of the perfect example of a side gig right now. It, it kind of reminds me of uh, like eBay a few years ago, like, like just that idea of you can go on there, you can sell something. And, and with both services, 
there's there's uh, feedback on both sides and everything, and there's there's basically no barrier to making some money. Uh, so, what are some of the other side gigs? I mean, we talked about Uber and blogging, but what are some other side gigs that are kind of easy to maybe get into? Well, there's, there's really anything. Um, another good one online, if if you're a little more creative, is uh, something like Etsy. Uh, again. It, it gives you that opportunity to, to do something you might already be doing as a hobby if you're into anything like scrapbooking or anything like that. And you could take that hobby and turn it into a business. So then you've got the the, the passion for it because it won't all be money at first. <laughs> you got you got to have some passion for what you're doing. And uh, just there's, there's so many ways, especially online, but uh, even even out in the, the real world <laughs> you could you could be buying stuff at garage sales and selling it elsewhere for for, for more money and the, the, there's just so many ways how about taking something that you do at work you know part of part of your job and you know freelancing that type of work or consulting um, as long as it doesn't conflict with any kind of non-gee agreement you might have well most people don't but but is that something that could work out well for people I think it could. Uh, I, I know there's um, someone might work as a uh, as an accountant in in a, a big corporation, and they might do taxes on the side. But, and it's not really a, a they're not competing because in, in their day job they're not truly doing taxes. <laughs> they they right. could be doing other form of accounting, and uh, you could have a side business as taxes. So so you can certainly maybe use your education more than than your actual job. Because uh, you're right with, with the things like no competes and and even just being a little too too close <laughs> to your day job, uh, right. at least education wise, you can kind of use this, similar skills. And be honest, did did any of your uh, side job stuff, your blogging, ever leak into your day job? Did you ever find yourself working a little bit? <laughs> this is hilarious because I know the answer to this one. <laughs> During work hours. Um, I, I do. I'd, I'll check emails, but but that's no different than anyone else. But similar to to people that are watching TV and stuff, other people might be on work, like looking at their friends on Facebook and stuff like that. So so <laughs> I take those I take those same at work breaks that anyone does, especially in a, a corporate job. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, my, my breaks are still a little more focused uh, on my business. Yeah. So how do you uh, do? You have any specific tools that you use in order to uh, enjoy hey hey lazy man hey brian but uh do you have any tools that you use some specific productivity tools that you use to help manage your time because you are pretty pressed for time and it never ceases to amaze me like how you're just always up no matter how late i think i'm up (laughs) You're up later. I, I feel like, oh my gosh, it is so late. And and then I look and it's like, Tom, what is Tom doing? Why is he so up? <laughs> well, like, like I said, that's not something I'm proud of. <laughs> so, um, uh, it's, yeah, you get more done that way. But uh, I think there's a, a loss of productivity as, as you as you go later into the night to, to some degree. Um, Tool-wise, there's there's tons. I, I use Evernote a lot. I, I think Evernote would help anyone in any kind of business uh, just to stay on top of everything. Um, I I use so many Google products, uh, like, like Gmail, through the, through the, through the, through the Google Apps, and uh, 
Google Drive. I've, I'm using that more often instead of instead of Office because it's just uh, it's, it's just so much easier to kind of do everything everywhere. Because if I'm if I'm at my day job, if I'm at my, my home office, if I'm on my phone, uh, online tools are always the best for me. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So now I know that some in the past you've used uh, like Rescue Time or or something similar to that. I, I tried it and and I liked it at first, but what I found was it was, I'm sure it's helpful for some people, but for me, it just became an extra distraction because then it was like, well, now, now I'm looking at the time I'm spending and and it wasn't really helping me improve my time. It was, it was just an extra set of stats and stuff to look at. And so, so I actually quit using that because it was just, it was, it was actually slowing me down instead of letting me get stuff done. Um, sometimes the best tricks are still just to, to write down like a to-do list at the beginning of the day. How much are you into stats? Uh, and does that help you at all with other aspects of uh, your side gig? Yeah, I think that probably goes to the same kind of mindset as my day job as a financial analyst. Uh, I, I, I get quite deep into stats. <laughs> um, uh being online with, with websites, it's all about sort of traffic and uh, and and income kind of statistics. But but I I'm, I go through them probably at least an hour a day of of just kind of seeing where I can improve them. Nice. So when you're trying to figure out how to improve your stats and kind of move move forward or take your business to the next level. What are some of the things that you do in order to kind of move your business forward? What are some uh, actions that you can take to, to, to keep improving your side gig? Uh, well, I don't want to be too specific for just me because it won't help other people. <laughs> but uh, I, I use uh, I, I do go back to Excel a lot sometimes uh, just to organize different statistics and, and, and see where I can get a some kind of benefit in, in, in the case of my business, it's, can I get more, more traffic or maybe monetize a page or something? Um, but I think it could help anyone with, with any business to kind of look at what you're doing and, and, and look for somewhere to improve there. And, and what do you think about making benchmarks? Do you set those kind of make goals to kind of move for what's the next, you know, not specifically to you, but, you know, do you think it helps in a side gig if you say, hey, here's my next milestone? Uh, completely. Um, I set I set lofty annual goals, but but I, I actually set weekly goals. Um, and and the weekly goals are almost a bit of a to do list at the same time, because it's it's something I'm actually going to do. <laughs> it's not uh, it's not some big nice number that you, you just dream will happen and it's going to happen. It's, it's literally I'm going to do these things and, and they're actually going to help. So, so I'll, I'll set a goal every week and, and then a week later kind of check that I've, I've actually done that. And just that kind of accountability to the timeline ensures that something's actually getting accomplished every week. You ever, you probably haven't run into this because it sounds like your family fully supports everything that you're doing and why shouldn't they? It's providing a good income for you now. Um, what can, can, what, what can someone do if, if they don't have the support from their family and, and maybe the family was wishing that they'd be spending more time with them, but you know, you have this vision here and, and you think it's going to uh, play out in, over the long term. 
Well, one thing I think that helps too is is that when I'm around the family, I, I don't get too in, into the business aspect. Like uh, obviously with the day job, I don't get to see them during the day anyways, but from four o'clock to seven o'clock uh, while the kids are still up, I, I can see them then. So I'm not, I'm not really sacrificing family time to, to be with them uh, on the weekends. I, I almost keep the same schedule. So I'll, I'll spend all day with them. Uh, we'll, we'll just do family stuff all day. And, uh, and then again, when they go to bed, that, that, that's when I go to work. So it's, uh, I, th- I think they would have a problem <laughs> if, if I got so involved with my business that I didn't have time for them. But, but I make sure that that comes first. Yeah, that balance is, is really important. I remember, even though uh, this has never been a side gig for me, and I've always been a freelancer since I started freelancing, I remember uh, when I first started, my then husband was always, you know, why are you on the computer all the time? Why are you on the computer all the time? I'm like, this, this pays your rent, man. <laughs> this buys your food. And, uh, but, but yeah, when you're working around your family, uh, a lot of the time they want to know why you're doing it and, and what you're doing. And to, to them, a lot of the time, a side gig or something that you do online looks or feels like a hobby or like you're messing around rather than actually accomplishing anything. Yeah, I've, I've talked to a few people, especially working online, that we're, they're doing it full-time now, and they, they have family come up to them, and they, they almost talk to them like they, they need help, <laughs> even though they're, they're, they're making more money than any of these family members. But, but they come up, and it's like, well, do you, do you need any money? Can we help you out? And it's like, oh, no, <laughs> we're, we're good. <laughs> so, so you're right. People look at it like a hobby, and you can't really make money online, and um, yeah, I, I, I've seen that a lot, uh, even within, with some of my friends and stuff, I, I think they get it more now, but maybe three years ago or more, uh, it's like, well, why are you spending all your time doing that? Like you could be just hanging out or something like that. And so, so you do have to stay at it and, and you do have to kind of ignore that noise because people, there's a lot of people that just don't really understand being an entrepreneur. Uh, they'll, they'll sort of congratulate you if you're getting raises or moving up in the company. But as soon as you want to do your own thing, it's kind of like, well, why are you doing that? <laughs> and that's the other thing I was going to ask about. So, I mean, working online has its own own set of issues that we all, the three of us know about. But there are some great side gigs you can do. You know, like they talk about doing the dog walking the pet sitting, the, all of my things related to animals, the grooming, the pet grooming. (laughs) (laughs) It's terrible. Uh, The tutoring, all of those kinds of things. Uh, Once you start doing those, that sort of problem goes back to what you were talking about, Harlan, when you said, oh, well, people are always like, oh, do you need more money? And (laughs) when you're starting a business or a cleaning service or any of those side gigs that you can do, uh, people tend to, you know, ooh, what's going on? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, people shouldn't be only starting a side gig because they need money. And and even though that's what people always think, like you could be doing just fine, but maybe you don't want your mortgage to last for decades. Maybe you want to actually pay that off a little sooner. Like, I, I, and, and you're right, people assume you, you need the money, but sometimes it's just that you want to kind of improve your sort of whole personal finance situation. And it it doesn't have to be out of need. It can just be a want for a better lifestyle. I like that idea of don't start one just because you need the money. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, a lot of people do, though. That's, that's true, too. That's true. And we know a lot of people who have paid off, gotten out of mounds of debt with their side gigs. And it can be a great way to kind of get your foot in the door mm. and, and sort of turn things around. It, it's good to help you if you need it. But mindset wise, I think you'd, you'd almost have a clearer head if you're doing it <laughs> not out of need, uh, just because you're actually, like, like I said earlier, passionate about something and, and actually sort of want to pursue this. If, if you're if you're in a more desperate spot, obviously you should still do it, but I just don't know if you're, you're doing it for the right reasons necessarily. Right. I, do you think sometimes with, um, when, when you're starting a side gig like that, be out of need because you feel like you need the money, you sometimes think that people maybe may not be serious about it and what happens when you, you know, get out of debt or you make that, you know, vacation goal or whatever. I mean, does the business just go away? I don't think it would. Uh, I, I can't speak from personal experience because it's not how I started my business. But uh, I, I think if if you got something that starts to work for you, that's great. My, my concern would be more that if people start something just to make money, they probably won't see it through long enough to actually get to that point, even where they are making money and paying off their debt. See, I, I think I think what you're saying right now works um, applies a lot to some of the more creative side gigs that it's side gigs that involve creativity i think a lot of the time there you're going to find out there there are certainly people who have low-paying jobs and need to need to find ways to to meet their expenses and yeah they're going to either find another job or start scrounging whatever they can selling things on ebay that they own or or doing various types of uh, projects that could bring in more money because they need more money. And I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I don't think every side gig has to be about building a business. I think, I think you can have side gigs that are intended to help the family out, you know, just earn a little bit more money here, do something more with my time because we actually, we actually need the money. So I don't want to just discount this idea that, that, um, you know, doing working outside of your day job for the money is something bad and it's not going to work out. I think I think I think people run into this problem because they have to do something. It's uh, if someone's in the case where they really need to do something and instead of sort of a, a bit of a side business, I, I think it might be even better to consider an actual second part time job like you could be delivering pizzas or something. And at least then. When you really need the money, you're getting a guaranteed paycheck. That's a really good point because how long does it take? I mean, uh, at Lazy Man and Money here, uh, he says my dog sitting this year is probably going to bring in 10K profitable from day one. So he was profitable at day one. But how many side gig side gig people do you know are actually profitable from day one? How long does it, I mean, it usually takes longer than that to start actually <laughs> making money. How long did it take you to start making money? Oh, probably a few months. Uh, I, I would think five months. I think it was. Um, but but obviously, blogging isn't the the get rich quick kind of way to, to doing it. Um, uh, like Harlan was saying, and even Lazy Man, that's uh, if you're doing something where you're actually providing a service, then you will get paid from day one as long as you can find a customer on day one. But uh, yeah, you, you could you could advertise on like Craigslist or Kijiji or something for, for something like dog walking. 
And again, you may not get a customer on day one, but uh, at least the the work you put in as a service equals a dollar. <laughs> and uh, it's the same with, with driving Uber or something like that. Uh, at least when you're doing a service, there's there's a direct correlation between between money and, and, and like Harlan said too, when you're doing something creative, you're not doing that equaling something that you can invoice later and like that. You're, you're, you're hoping for, for eventual gains. Right. So I think that's an important distinction to make when you're starting a side gig is, you know, first of all, do I need to do this for the money? Um, and do I need the money right now? And what sorts of things can I do to meet whatever need I have? Did I make any sense at all? <laughs> I'm, like on a, I'm like on a half dose of pain relievers, painkillers here. So. <laughs> I wanted to be, you know, at least half lucid. Yeah, and just thinking about what we, you know, what we were talking about, there's, you know, say, say your hobby is photography, right? Um, and that happens to be one of mine. Um, I, I don't do much with it professionally, but photography you could if you wanted to explore a side gig on photography there's a couple of things you could do you could either try to start your own business doing your own photography or you can find a business that already exists and say listen i want to be you know i'm available to be an assistant uh, uh you know when you do weddings on weekends and there you go it doesn't take up your day job time during the week um you don't have to create anything you don't have to spend time building something you you go work on the gig you get your paycheck at the end of it, and then you go home. With the uh, photography, if if people are going to do that as a side gig, please be good, <laughs> because I, I know there's there's a lot of people out there that they, they get a big fancy camera and decide they're a photographer, and and uh, I, I've I've seen a lot of of those side gigs that, that yeah they're not necessarily good at it. You are though. I've seen your pictures. I'm not saying. You. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're you're right. I mean, you know, a, a specialized creative skill takes a lot, uh, many years to 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 build up the skill that, you know, that will get you to the point where someone will actually pay you for what you're doing. Um, some people longer than others, uh, but but yeah, it's the same thing with writing. Of course, I mean, uh, you know, I wasn't a good writer when I started, um, but years later, um, you know, I built up at least enough skill to be respected somewhat among other writers <laughs> somewhat sure sure we, we respect you harlan we do. but yeah it takes a long time to build up those creative skills oh. okay so <laughs> <laughs> we're actually closing in on a half an hour i was just gonna say i think we're closing in on the time so uh so thank you for joining us today tom uh, on adulting.tv live on Blab and sharing your experience with a side gig. Why don't you, once again, tell us where people can find you online? Uh, well, my main site is canadianfinanceblog.com. Uh, it's it's the one I started with. It's, it's the it's still the, the biggest one for me. Everything else is kind of satellite projects. Um, another good one that, that I'm kind of have fun with is, is createhype.com where I kind of discuss some of this business stuff. Uh, and um, you can find me on Twitter at, at Canadian Finance and uh, that's about it. And thanks for having me on here because I, I really like your guys' show. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've said to both of you, I think uh, uh, I, I like the, the topics you're covering and, and the website and everything. 
Thank you. All right. Well, we'll be back. I think we're out next week. Is that right? We, yeah, we were out next week because I thought I was going to be on spring break, but now I'm not going to be on spring break. But no. we're going to take a we're going to take a hiatus. But we will be back on the 31st, and we will be talking about living globally. So that should be fun. All about uh, living as a traveler and just <laughs> being a citizen of the world. All right, cool. Well, you can always check out our schedule um, of upcoming shows at adulting.tv. And, of course, listen to our podcast. You'll be able to watch this video, download the audio in a couple of days from this. And, of course, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and check out all the great articles that we're putting out there. So thank you, Tom, for joining us. Thank you for everyone who is here watching and listening in. And we will see you all in a couple of weeks. Thank you for listening to Adulting. Find resources for this episode or download other episodes at adulting.tv.